The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Transformational Healing, With your host, Dr. Bonnie Morrow, there are a variety of techniques for hands-on healing that can help you move closer to your vision of good health. In our program, we discuss both the business and science of dealing with different aspects of the healthy community with specialists in various energy practices. Now, here is Dr. Bonnie Morrow. Hi, welcome to the program. I am so excited that you're here And I have been away from this microphone for about a month on vacation. And I would like to thank Robert Cialino, who is the executive producer for for taking care of things while I'm gone. I appreciate that. My husband is is the guest today on our show. He is Dr. Morrow also. So at our house, we have a paradox. I would like, I want to talk about our vacation, and I want to talk about vacation in general. So what is a vacation for? A vacation is to get rid of stress and come back to your life refreshed. Now, sometimes that doesn't always happen, but our vacation, we circumnavigated the south southern hemisphere. It was like big time. But it doesn't make any difference whether or not you go to South America or not. It's important for you to take a break and get rid of stress and come back refreshed. So I would like you to look at your calendar and see where that fits for you. And you say, well, (laughs) I can't afford to go to South America. That's okay. How about marking a half day off your calendar for a day of rest or doing whatever you choose to do? You might get a massage. You might get a cup of tea and and sit on the patio. You might get somebody else to take care of the kids. It is vitally important to your wellness that you take a vacation and I'm smiling to myself because I think everybody knows this, but everybody says, oh, I can't do that. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. But it's critical to your wellness that you do it. So after that, I would like to introduce you to my guest today, Dr. Norman Morrow. Hello, Norman. Hi. Hello Welcome there. to the show. Thank you. So we know that you too have also been on a vacation, and how are you feeling now that you're home? Well, I'm relieved to be home, but I'm sorry to have the vacation over with. With you know, still trying to catch up in this particular case from being gone so long. Lots of things happened, but I think we did a pretty good job of planning. So it's uh, 
not not too much unexpected happens. So what you heard him say was plan. Now that means plan before and plan after your your mini vacation. So uh, Norm, would you like to tell the people where we went or where we started? Sure. Yeah, we'd, we'd been planning this for quite a while because uh, because it, it's we try about once a year to take a longer vacation. In this case, we flew to Buenos Aires and uh, did a, a two-week cruise that went along the uh, east coast of Argentina then around the Cape of uh, Good Hope and then up uh, on uh, along the Chilean coast, ending up in Santiago, Chile. Uh, and then because... Uh, of the, our interest in uh, Machu Picchu and the Inca history and um, background, we uh, spent uh, about another six days in Peru uh, going to uh, various uh, Inca-related sites and in particular to Machu Picchu. And then uh, we flew I, home. I, Yes, thank you. I would like to tell you what I thought or what happened with me when I saw Machu Picchu. So are you ready? (sighs) It really was breathtaking. And the fact that it's up about 12,000 feet really took my breath away. Uh, Norm, what was the highlight for you? Well, you know, Machu Picchu was just... Fabulous because it, it it's just so amazing that uh, uh, such a in in so many years ago that people could build huge cities and fortifications and and temples and housing up on the top of a hill uh, out of these massive stones um, and so that you know I found that very interesting it, you know even. Today, it was a challenge to get to the site. You take, you know, after you get to uh, the um, end of the rail line, you have to take a bus that goes up and down the switchbacks uh, on a a dirt road. uh, It's quite a challenge just for modern buses, much less how these people did it back in uh, the day before any kind of automatic motive force. And and in addition, we found out that... uh, they didn't have horses or donkeys or those kinds of animals that you could ride. They've they've got alpacas and llamas and which are not real good pack animals or or uh, able to to pull large loads like a horse could. So basically, they did everything with by walking and manpower. So it's just it's just impressive, you know, that they could do such things and. So with such primitive tools and 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 supplies, um, the other thing that was really interesting is we did spend a day at uh, Lake Titicaca in uh, uh, also in Peru, uh, which is the highest lake in the world. Uh, it's at about twelve thousand feet, and it's a pretty large lake uh, with a number of inhabited islands and so on. But the the interesting, most interesting ones were islands that are uh, basically manufactured by the people that live there. 
they use uh, reeds, which are a kind of big, tall grass that grows in the lake, and they um, cut the roots out and make uh, floating islands. And they lay the reed, uh, dry, cut-off reeds on top of the, the root system and just pile them up cross-hatched, um, getting about maybe 10 foot of thickness total. But they end up with a floating island that they build their huts on and many families live on. And then it was really amazing to see that such primitive kind of uh, activity uh, that goes back centuries uh, still in place today. You know, a few houses, uh, and these are one-room uh, houses made out of reeds that just serve as a, as a bedroom. Uh, you know, a few of them have solar panels and have some electricity, but in general, there's no electricity, there's no running water. It's a very primitive life, but the people seem very happy and content, and uh, there's about 2,000 people living in the main complex. Uh, and, uh, you know, we visited one at uh, one little island that was six families, and uh, the kids were seemed to be happy and, and content. And uh, so it, that was, the, I guess, the second big highlight of, of uh, the trip and, and uh, what we observed. For, for me, I asked my guide, we happened to be on different, with different groups, I said to my guide, Am I going to sink when I step on that island? And they said, oh, no, it'll be a little bit squishy. But so indeed it was. And so when I stepped on it, I went down a little bit, but my shoes didn't get wet. It was fascinating. So the little, there were little kids all around. And I said, you know, what happens if one of the kids falls in the lake? And they said, oh, that's the first thing we teach them, is how to swim. So that, that was interesting. I said, what about when, before they walk? She says, we carry them on our back. It was a whole different way of life. And they started that because there was fighting on the lake shores. So they elected to leave the shore and go on the lake, and they've been there for thousands of years. It's, um, let's see, what else can I tell you about them? Lake Titicaca is uh, Armand, part of an Armand word and part of a Quechua word, and it means uh, puma, puma, but it's, to us, it sounds more exotic than puma, doesn't it? Um, they eat the fish out of the lake. Their houses are built out of the reeds. Their boats are built out of the reeds. And the boats have a, a symbol of a head on the front. They have like two <sighs> layers. And one of those layers in the boats is filled with plastic bottles. Isn't that interesting? So the the island, the houses, the ship or their boats are all made out of these reeds. And the reeds, the reeds, uh, the lady there peeled the, the, 
the bottom part and said, here, have a bite. And I thought, oh, dear. So I didn't want to be impolite. So I had a bite, and it was cold, tasted like celery, and tasted very fibrous. And and so they they eat that. And then she peeled it back a, a little ways farther, cut it in half, and she says, this is what we use for fever. So I put it on my head, and it was quite cool. So that that was fun. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it was pretty interesting too. When you talk about their health, you you know you would think that that living that kind of life could be, and and it's very cold there most of the year. That could be a real challenge. But uh, apparently, they are pretty healthy people. Uh, they they live long lives. They have very low incidence of cancer, uh, and uh, you know that appears like the diet of primarily fish and. Uh, I guess uh, you know being being isolated from a lot of uh, other possible contaminants and and interactions uh, has served them well. Uh, while they, it was an inter- interesting that uh, while they do have a medical clinic on one of the islands, uh, they do mostly rely on uh, their their own healers and. Uh, Historical remedies for various things, and uh, and that seems that works well for them. Uh, you know, the they're they're uh, used to relying on a, a midwives for having babies and their own uh, shamans and and healers for any other medical attention. All righty, let's take well. a quick break. We'll be right back. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about healing touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. 
That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Welcome back. I was just thinking about some more information that you might be interested in. That lake being the highest lake in the world, Lake Titicaca, doesn't freeze. Because I asked, and they said, it's got, it's a slight bit of salinity that happened when the tectonic plates shifted and the Andes came up. So, now, probably some of you scientists out there can explain that, but for me, it was just slightly salty, so it doesn't freeze. Okay. Uh, Norm, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. So, one of the most sacred places for me that I wanted to go, I waited a lifetime to go to Machu Picchu, and I finally made it, and it was a thrill, a real thrill. Machu Picchu, most uh, photographs you see are quite narrow, but indeed, Machu Picchu must be an acre. Is that right? No, probably many times that. It's probably, I don't know, 50 acres of buildings and so on. Yeah, it's huge. And it's built in rock by rock by rock in the side of the mountain. Mm -hmm. And I could feel the energy of of the of the of Machu Picchu and it was like breathtaking again I say and when we see pictures of Machu Picchu we see a big mountain uh, in the back or slightly off to the right and that was involved with Machu Picchu too it just isn't something that's there the dark side the left side is contains the moon I can't remember. The the moon temple. Yes, the moon temple. And up on top is the sun temple. And they indeed did uh, some human sacrifice there. Now, I didn't see any blood on the rocks, but uh, with a little, you know, thousand years of rains, maybe it's been washed off. I did ask the guide about... The human sacrifice. I said, how were they picked? And he said, they self-selected, thinking that it was going to be a much better life on the other side. So they volunteered to be a human sacrifice. And he, sa- he told me that they gave them some drugs and either hit them on the head with a rock or cut their throat. But that that was their decision. So you better watch out. Okay, so back to the wellness. The people on the islands do have their own... a a person that helps with the birthing, and as Norm said... They do have 
shamans and alternative healers. I do have a question for you. How do you think those people took a vacation? Do you think they just, you can walk up there. It's got about 4,000 steps. And Hiram Bingham walked up those steps. And you can see where the steps come down. So that maybe they took a walking vacation while they were there. Also, well, you know I... What? You know, one of the theories is that uh, Machu Picchu was, in fact, a, a sanctuary for... Uh, for vacation, in effect, it was a place where the upper echelons of the Inca tribe uh, could go and for a break or to study. Uh, you know, that's one of the theories about what it is. So, you know, it may actually have been <laughs> a vacation resort for them. Boy, it's high up there. Yep, yep. All righty. Um, also, that was so we talked about the two places that that were so exciting to us, which was Machu Picchu and Lake Titicaca. But there were other places. We went to the top of the world when we were at Lake Titicaca, and we also went to the end of the Earth. When we were in Argentina. That was a thrill too. We took the train ride to the end of the earth. And it was it was uh, what can I say? It was fascinating. And we crossed the Pan American Highway, which goes from Alaska to Chile, and that was that was exciting too. So we did a lot of exciting things. The train to the end of the earth was built by prisoners, and if you stand in a specific place, you can see two islands that belong to. Antarctica. So we didn't go there, but we were mighty close. Now, so let's talk about let's talk about wellness and vacation. Yeah, I, I think the, the you know the thing that was uh, really good about this trip was that. Uh, and we had was that we were able to get away from all the routines, even pretty much cell phone and uh, internet. Although you know there was some of that available, it wasn't readily available, and uh, that makes such a big change these days. Uh, you know, I we're we're tied to to those, the computer and email and uh, messages, and keeping up with what's going on and the, all the social media and everything else. And it was just a very relaxing not to have to deal with that every day. And um, uh, there were people uh, on the trip that uh, seemed like they, were, they still were totally tied to it. We'd be, in fact, I remember we were riding uh, on a bus uh, on, a, on a tour and, you know, the people in the seats behind us were, 
busy keeping up with their business back in Canada uh, while we were all looking out the windows, looking at the interesting scenery and all going by. And uh, for me, it was, you know, it was really nice not to have to do that because the kind of work I do, which is a consulting, I spend a lot of time with the computer and the phones and keeping up with the uh, uh, emails and, and using the Internet for research and so on. And, uh, you know, I pretty much was able to get totally away from that for three weeks. And I think that's really kind of let me relax uh, quite a bit, which is uh, the whole, you know, the whole purpose uh, of, of vacation and get away from all of those routine things that make our life so stress, stressful and uh, difficult sometimes. So that was a real positive for me on, on this trip, was just being able to escape. And of course, that's something, you know, if, I, if there was enough willpower... <laughs> Uh, that was something I could do from home and still be at home, but I find that pretty hard to do when I'm actually at home and uh, and uh, all the uh, devices are readily available to keep up with the electronic world. There were there were towers from island to island on Lake Titicaca, and I said, "Oh, what are those?" And they said, "You." Crawl up the tower, and you call to the next island. And I, <laughs> I thought, hmm, that's a good idea. By the time you crawled up there, you probably wouldn't care whether you talked to the next island or not. Now they they do have some cell phones, but that's that's not the purpose. And I do appreciate what Norm said about electronics. Let's talk about electronics for a minute. So how does that fit into your life? How does it fit into your kids' lives? And is that part of your wellness? Could you do without that cell phone or computer for half a day? Would you be willing to mark your calendar for half a day when you just are with yourself or your family? Can you can you even imagine that? It's interesting. We'll go out to dinner, and there will be four people at the table next to us, and they all have their phones out. They're emails. They're emailing somebody. It's not me, but maybe one another. But that's so stressful to always be watching that for that telephone. So that's another thing to think about for your little mini vacation that you're going to take. I would like to speak to uh, another part of our vacation, which was the Falkland Islands. Now, I said to my husband, I don't think I left a thing in the... Falkland Islands, and I don't think I need to go back and get it. Well, let me tell you, it's a little bit of Britain in the southern Atlantic Ocean that is delightful. Everybody speaks English that, hey, I could understand. 
And we went and we had uh, fish and chips. And it was it was a delightful time for me. We did a lot of shopping. We could understand the price and understand what it was. And it just makes me smile to think about the Falkland Islands. One of the things is do not wear a shirt that says anything about Argentina on it. So we didn't. And then conversely, when we went back to Argentina, it says don't wear a shirt that says anything about the Falkland Islands. So it's been a while, but uh, seems to be some space for forgiveness there. <laughs> yeah, that uh, the town of Stanley, which is the, the main town on the Falklands, uh, just reminded me of a little seaside town in Canada or New England, or it would just seem very comfortable, and the people were very relaxed and friendly, and. Uh, you know, even though uh, it's it's small and and kind of isolated there, uh, it, you know, it, it again it had an energy that was very peaceful and calming, and uh, uh, people everyone seemed happy and 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 well satisfied. And and we found that to be true with the Peruvians too. Yeah. The Peruvians. They have their skin has a different color due to the high altitude where they live and probably the sun too. But they always had a smile on their face. And I think of myself going around being Miss Grumpy sometimes. I think, you know, I have so much more than they have, and yet they have a smile on their face. It was wonderful to see. And for some reason, they seem to have good teeth. So when they smile at you, they you see all these nice teeth. Made me want to come home and brush my teeth. Another place that we went that was surprised to me was a cemetery in Buenos Aires. <laughs> I said to my husband, I don't think I left anything there either. So... Everybody else was going, so I said, I'm going. And it was a neat place, too. We saw there's a lot of mausoleums there. And, um, oh, the lady that was head yeah, the of... Famous, the famous one is Eva Perone. Yes, that's what I was trying to think there of. And her family mausoleum, the family's mausoleum. But they're huge, and people go and sit with their ancestors. And I wouldn't have missed that one, but I, I thought I was going to. Hey, with that thought, let's go to a quick break. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about healing touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. 
To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Ayurveda and yoga are ancient sciences to achieve complete health of body, mind, and spirit. But there are many misconceptions about them. By making the science of life a way of life, managing health and preventing disease becomes second nature. Tune in to According to Ayurveda and Yoga with host Anne Holiday. Anne is an Ayurvedic professional and world traveler. She will show you how to apply the principles of holistic medicine to modern living. Join the conversation with her and well-known guests in the field of Ayurveda and yoga. Tune in every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Welcome back. This is Dr. Bonnie Morrow, and I'm glad you're here. Oh, we thought that perhaps because it's a wellness show, we need to talk a little bit about what happens when you go up to 12,000 feet. And for me, I caught a little cold, little chest cold, and the the altitude really kicked my behind, I'll tell you. It was very difficult for me to breathe. Now, I think that if I hadn't had a chest cold, that it would have been easier. So, my recommendation is, if you go, take it slowly, which which just leads to us, why can't we take it slowly whenever we're on vacation? You know, we don't have to run run up the hill and run and pack our suitcase. We can do it just gently. And it for me it was difficult to breathe up that high. And they would give me interesting tea to drink. Some of it was uh, mint tea. Some of it was coca tea. Now, the coca tea is, they told us that co- coca tea is to cocaine as is grapes is to wine. So it's not, they use it for high altitude. I didn't because I didn't like the taste of it. But anyway. Norm, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, I just, you know, I I wasn't uh, having as much respiratory problem as you were, but uh, you know, you can you could 
I could tell that I was at high altitude. I had a, a, at first I had a little headache, and then you know never quite felt right. And and if I walked a little too fast or climbed too many stairs, then I you know had to pause and catch my breath uh, a lot more than I w- would normally. And I think those are you know pretty normal symptoms. Uh, we. Uh, we're fortunate, I guess, in that our, some of our initial stops were in the 5,000-foot uh, level, and that gave us a little bit of time to acclimate. But uh, I think for going up to 12,000 feet, it, we probably didn't have enough time to really get used to the oxygen levels. In fact, I guess uh, a couple of times we had to get oxygen uh, uh, and, and most of the hotels and, and had that, had oxygen available for people who were uh, having a problem. Uh, we there was even a spray can, uh, like a like a aerosol can uh, of oxygen you could buy and give yourself a quick dose uh, if you if you needed it, just for a, a quick uh, refreshing uh, couple of breaths and and. Uh, for me, a couple of breaths was enough. With uh, for, for Bonnie, I think uh, you know she had to have a little more with her respiratory problems, so she uh, used uh, some oxygen, cylinder oxygen for uh, a couple of times. But uh, yeah, it you know, it, and we'd been, we've been to higher altitudes in Colorado and in the U.S., and it it, it didn't seem to have as much effect as. Uh, uh, Peru did, and uh, but you know that was five thousand feet higher than uh, where we were in the U.S. Typically, and that makes a huge difference. Uh, but we, you know, we managed. The, the the main thing was going slowly and being careful not to overexert, uh, uh, and that seemed to minimize uh, the impact. <laughs> Even though a uh, headache was a common complaint from a lot of folks that we were around, uh, you know, that seemed to pass after the first day or so. And uh, then it was really mostly the, the shortness of breath that would come if you walked too far or too fast or climbed too many stairs. But uh, oxygen, uh, you know, it, it, uh, high altitude can be a real challenge for people, and uh, and it seems very individual, so... Uh, you've just got to be cautious, and, and, and that's what we found. Uh, yes, and excuse yeah. me. I thought that our planning to stay down like 5,000 feet, we stayed there for a couple of days. Yep. yep. Acclimating. Right. I think that helped. I think it helped, but it didn't It didn't get me over the hump, but that's no, okay. Well, it, it didn't totally Mm-mm. solve the problem. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it certainly helped. But uh, uh, those are high mountains, you know, and there really isn't uh, much choice if you want to see things. <laughs> we went to on a on a dome train ride, and so that had windows in the ceiling, and you could look up and see the Andes. Almost any time you looked up, there they were, and they are. I am from the Rocky Mountains, but the Andes are different. They are, they're beautiful, 
but they are steep. So, it, but they were, they're gorgeous. So the, the movement of the tectonic plates just must have pushed them up, you know? Yeah. And they look to me to be green, but I that's a desert, so I doubt we we were there in the summertime. That is the wet season, so there'd been quite a bit of rain, so I think they were unusually green. Normally they'd be brown, I think. I think they would too, which would be indicate that they were above the tree line. Yeah. Yeah. So So but uh, altitude was a problem for a lot of the folks that were on that we came across. Uh, some people, you know, it wasn't just us, but there were, you know, when we were talking to other people in the hotels and so on, there was a, a percentage of the folks that had problem with the altitude, but uh, it all seemed manageable. I mean, we didn't come across people that were just, you know, so bad off that they had to cut the, the trip short and, and at home or down to lower altitudes. The other interesting thing was that uh, how quickly you recover. Uh, It was an hour and a half flight from uh, where we were at Lake Titicaca down to Lima, which is at sea level. And uh, we could tell the difference immediately, I think, when we got back to sea level. And, um, And most of the symptoms that... uh, in some cases, we didn't even realize we were having uh, some aches and, you know, any dizziness or stuff. Things like that just disappeared, and and we realized that we had probably were, had, had more effects at the high altitude than we thought we did. But, uh, you know, quickly recovered once we got back to sea level. We did. And the people that are at Machu Picchu and Titicaca use shamans. And I wanted to meet a shaman, but it wasn't to be. So they use alternative medicine for the most part. And they do just fine. Now, if they had a needed an appendectomy, I don't know what they'd do. So, you know, but everyday stuff... They used the shaman and the alternative medicine. They seem to be, you know, we toured uh, an herb garden uh, uh, in Machu Picchu, and and it seemed like that, uh, you know, many of the herbs were not only used for seasoning their foods, but as various uh, treatments for different conditions. And uh, They had a number of herbs that, that we don't normally see in the U.S., I think, and, uh, uh, you know, they would say, well, this one, you know, helps to uh, calm upset stomachs, or this one would, there's one, uh, there was one herb uh, that you rub between your fingers and then smell the oil that that, that generated, and that helped with altitude uh, sickness. Um, but they, they had a, a whole range of, herbs that they use for various uh, health treatments or health, at least uh, to support, help support you and your body in, uh, in various ways. And that seemed to be pretty general knowledge and pretty useful. You know, that, that's the way what people turn to first if they were feeling poorly or 
or needed something. Yes, I think that's right. Which leads me to the thought of our lives. You know, are our ailments due to the stress in our lives? And can we take a mini vacation? And and by that, by healing ourselves. I wish that I could have a conversation with each of you and ask you to please let me know what your vacation is. How are you taking care of yourself? Are you taking care of it with just a mini vacation? Or you want to come and go with us to uh, Peru? We'd be delighted to have you. All righty, let's go to a quick break and we'll be right back. A healthy dialogue for your lifestyle. Voice America Health & Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about Healing Touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Causes us to be sick. We're not talking about the actual illness or the scientific cause of illnesses. We're talking about your body and health. Listen for the healing whisper of Return to Peace. Each week, host Dr. Marianne Chase shows you how to listen to your heart to identify poor health, stress, and disease. You'll learn how to heal energetically and spiritually as well as physically. It's time to depend less on the drugs and more on the heart. The Healing Whisper airs live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Welcome back. I would just like to reiterate the importance of vacation. And it doesn't have to be a biggie. You can just take a little time for yourself. And the reason it's so important is to reduce that stress. Stress does awful things to our bodies. So just think about vacation. And that vacation can be what ever you want it to be. And if you don't have much money, maybe you can get your in-laws to watch the kids for maybe a day, maybe a half a day. 
and you can put your feet up and relax. Yeah, I think the important the important thing is change and get away from the everyday stresses for some period of time, whatever you can manage. That's right. That is entirely right, to change the pace. And we get into this squirrel cage where we think we can't change it. We can't eke out a little bit of time for ourselves or or with our partner or whatever. And that's just not true. It's important to our well-being to have a vacation. And you will come back refreshed, more capable of handling the stresses that are in your life. And that's the reason that we went on vacation. Now, we took a long vacation, and it was a fabulous vacation. You don't have to do that. Just... Change your routine up a little and do something for yourself and your 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 mate. So uh, I wish I wished I could talk to you and say what are you going excuse me, how are you going to plan for you? It's not for anybody else. It's for you. And just change the way that you deal with the stress in your life. Do we all have stress? You bet we do. Some of it's good. Some of it's bad. Going on a vacation is good. Washing the clothes when you get back is not a whole lot of fun. But... And then we can plan for our next time. Yeah, that brings up the point of just, uh, you know, particularly if if all you can manage is a small chunk of time, uh, maybe you want to think about doing it on some routine basis, you know, scheduling half a day a month or, or a day every you know, six months or whatever, whatever you can manage. But the key on these things, the good thing about one of these bigger vacations is you get locked in with your arrangements. But uh, for smaller vacations, you just have to set your intention and uh, make a plan that uh, you know that so that locks you in to actually taking that time. Not, not finding uh, reasons at the last minute to change your mind. Because we all can do that. You know, you've marked it across your calendar one day and you've marked it out with a big red pen, pencil and that's for you. And then somebody calls, somebody wants something from you. And how are you going to handle that time? So what you do is you just turn off the phone Or you can put a note on the door that says uh, she's on vacation today and do it. That's the most important part. Just do it. Take care of yourself. We 
are coming to a close with our time together today, talking about wellness and time off, time for yourself. You know, think about, oh, people say, well, different different things, but they all add up to, I'm not worth it. I've just got too much to do. You know, I've got to bake cookies for the kids' school. I've got to da 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 And the truth is, you are worth it. Just mark that time out and go for it. All right. I think that it's our time together is about up. Uh, if any of you have any thoughts or would like to call us, you're more than welcome to do that. We'd be happy to talk to you and try to talk you into taking a wee vacation. All righty, this is Dr. Bonnie signing off. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening today. Transformational Healing with Dr. Bonnie Morrow is broadcast live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a healthy week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.